0: तह समाधाय मनो मनीषया Babasa etat स एतत प्रतिलब्ध वागसौ Jagatguruam satvata shastravigraham, ja guru tata samadhayamanu manishaya, tatasamadishaya, babhasa etat pratilabdhava gaso, etat pratilabdhavagaso, niamya sarvendriya Jagatgurum satvata ta shastra vigrahaṁ Tata samādhāya mano manishaya Vabhāsa etat pratilabdha vāgasau Niyam yasar vendriya bahya vartanam Jagatgurum sattva ta shastra vigrahaṁ Tatas samādhāya mano manishayā Thank you. Vabhāsa etat pratilabdha vāgasau Niyam yasar vendriya bahya vatanam, Jagatgurum sattva ta shastra vigrahaṁ, Tathā samādhāya mano manishaya, Bhābhāca etat pratilabdha vāgasau, Niyamya Sarvendriya Bahya Vartanam, Jagat Satvata Shastravikram, Jagat Sattvata Shastravigraham, Tatasamad, Tata Samadha Mano Manisaya, Baba Shayetat Pratila Niyam yasar vendriyabhahyavartanam Jagatgurum sattvata shastravigraham Tatha samadhaya mano manishaya Bhabasha etat pratilabdha vāgasau Niyam yasar Sarvendriya Bahya Vartanam, Jagad Guru <coughs> Satvata Shastra Vigraham, Matadisha Tata Samadha Yamano Manishaya, Babasha Eta Patila Bdava Gaso Vendriya Bhahiya Vartanam Niyamya Sarvendriya Satvata Shastra Vigraham Tata Samadha Yamano Manisha. Babhasha etat pratilabdha vagasau Niyam yasar veindriya bahya vartanam Jagad gurum satvata shastra vigraham Tatha samadhaya manomanishaya Babhasha etat pradhilabdha vāgaso niyam yasar vendriya bāhya vartanam jagadgurum sātvata shastra vigrahaṁ tataha Thereafter, samādhāya, controlling mind, sorry, manaha, the mind. Manishaya. Manishaya, by his intelligence, Babhasha. Babhasha, spoke. Etat, Etat. This. this. Pratilabdha, Pratilabdha. recovering. Vak, speech. speech. Asau, Asau. That, one, that one, King Chitraketu. King Chitraketu. Niyamya. Niyamya, controlling. controlling. Sarva Indriya, of, of all the senses. Bahya. External, Vartanam, the wandering, Jagat Gurum, who is the spiritual master of everyone, Satvata, of devotional service, Shastra, of the holy scriptures, Vigraham, the personified form. Translation Vishwara Prabhupada. Thereafter, by controlling his mind with his intelligence, thereafter by controlling his mind with his intelligence and thus restricting his senses from external engagements, he recovered suitable words with which to express his feelings. Thus, he began offering prayers to the Lord who is the personification of the holy scriptures, the Satvata Samhitas, like the Brahma Samhita and the Narada Pancharatra. And who is the spiritual master of all? He offered his prayers as follows. One cannot, one cannot offer prayers to the Lord with mundane words. One cannot offer prayer to the Lord with mundane words. One must become spiritually advanced. One must become spiritually advanced by controlling the mind and the senses. Then he can find suitable words to offer in prayers to the Lord. Quoting the following verse from the Padma Puran, Srila Sanatan Goswami forbids us to sing any song not sung by authorized devotees. A Vaishnava Gīranam, putam hari kathamritam shravanam na eva kartavyam sarpo chishtam yatha payah the words or songs of a person the words or songs of a person who is not fixed in vaishnava behavior who is not strictly following the rules and regulations and chanting the hare krishna mantra should not be accepted by pure devotees the words satvata shastra vigraham indicate that the Satchidananda body of the Lord can never be accepted to be made of Maya. Devotees do not offer prayers to the Lord in an imaginary form. The existence of the Lord's form is supported by all Vedic literatures. O Ajnana Gyananjana Shalakaya, Chakshurun Militam Tasmai Sri Guravena Maha, Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam, Stapitam Yena Bhutale, Swayam Rupa Kadamahayam, Dadati Swa Padanticam, Mukam Karoti Vachalam, Panghum langhayategirim Tegirim, Yath Kripa Tamaham Mande, Sri Guru Dinatarinam, Vanchakal Patarub Yascha, Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha, patitanam pavanebhyo, Vaishnavibhyo namo namaha, Jay Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Sri Advaita gadadhar Sri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Tatha samadhaya mano manishaya, etat pratilabdha niyamya sarvendriya bahya vartanam jagat gurum Sashwata shastra vigraham thereafter by controlling his mind with his intelligence and thus restricting his senses from external engagement he recovered suitable words with which to express his feelings thus he began offering prayers to the lord who is the personification of the holy scriptures the Satvata samitas like the brahma Samita and the narada pancharatra and who is the spiritual master of all he offered his prayers as follows. So, before we go into this, discuss this specific verse, or the nuances of this verse, The con- we'll have a little bit of a context, very brief, because you have heard the context many, many times. Every day you are hearing some context, so you know it already. As all of you are aware, Chitraketu's son is dead, his wives have poisoned the child, In this chapter, at the very opening of this chapter, Chitraketu's dead son is revived by Narada Muni and Angira Muni. So both of them have revived his dead son. Chitraketu was expecting that there will be a reunion with his son, a beautiful reunion and they can live happily ever after. But quite to the contrary, the son gives him a class on science of (laughs) self-realization. The son is giving the father a class. Right. And the son is asking the father, which which father, of which lifetime are you my father? That is, this statement is good enough. If our children ask us this question, that is good enough for us to get detached in this lifetime. <laughs> right. So, the moment Chitraketu hears this from the person to who, He is most attached to, because attachment is a two-way process. The moment one person gets completely detached, the other person's attachment gradually dwindles. But when attachment dwindles, it can go either way. It can lead to detachment or it can lead to frustration also. That depends on the mood. That depends upon one's spiritual prowess. Whether when losing something, one becomes frustrated or when one becomes renunciated or detached, depends upon one's... Uh, spiritual realization. Hmm. So Chitraketu is very vulnerable at this point in time. However, his vulnerability is mitigated by the presence of two very advanced personalities. Hmm. That is why it's very important to be in the power of association of advanced Vaishnavas. Hmm. So at times in our life when we are in the dumps hmm, and we go to the point of frustration or dejection, at that time when we have association of highly advanced personalities, then that can actually, frustration which is otherwise a negative emotion, can be converted into the positive aspect of detachment or renunciation. And that depends upon association. So thankfully Chitra Ketu was, there was misery in his life, but on the other side if you see he had very advanced association. Narada Muni and Angira Muni are goading him to get detached. Not only giving him instructions, but giving him their blessings also, which is very important. Because without the blessings of Vaishnavas, we cannot progress. Not only was their association purifying for Chittaraketu, but more equally importantly, their association changed the hearts of the queens, the envious queens, who were the reason behind this whole drama, (laughs) because they were the ones who killed him by poisoning him, right. So by their, their association was so powerful that even the uh, queens felt remorse about what they did and then they went for rectification to the banks of Yamuna and did Prayas Chitta. Atonement for whatever sins they have committed in killing Chitraketu's son or their stepson if you like. On the other side, the focus of the Bhagavatam now shifts on Maharaj, now, is focusing on Mahara Chitraketu. Hmm. Mahara Chitraketu is given a mantra. Hmm. First he is given Siksha, then he is given Diksha, if you like. He is given a very powerful mantra. Hmm. A mantra by which he can develop attachment to Lord Shesha or Lord Shankarshan. Hmm. Or Ananta Shesh. Hmm. Having taken this mantra, Mahara Chitraketu has not started chanting it mechanically. Hmm. Because spiritual master has given mantra, therefore I must do what to do. I will try somehow, I will multitask with other activities and somehow finish this mantra during the day. No, that is not his mood. Chitra Keto is chanting this mantra very sincerely. He is only drinking water for one full week, only water, completely focusing on this mantra. Now whenever a person takes spiritual life seriously, then what comes along with it? Exams. So, Chitraketu is having his exam now. What is the exam that he has got? As a blessing, he is getting the heavenly planet of Vidyadhar, as a benefit of his chanting. He is getting a material benefit. Okay, you are now the controller of the heavenly planet of the Vidyadhar. An ordinary person will say, thank you very much my dear Lord, I really knew that the Holy Name will better my material life. Thank you very much. When the Lord gives, you know, He gives so much, I'm so happy now, you know, all my desires are fulfilled now, now I will live a nice retired life, you know, Vidyadhara planet is also under my control, so how happy? No. <laughs> Chitra Chiketu doesn't think like that, in fact Chitra Ketu continues his devotional service because he knows this material benediction is a distraction from Bhakti. And that is, and how does he know that? Because he is in the association of advanced Vaishnavas, not some demigod who is offering material benedictions. Otherwise he could have slipped. But he is in the association of the spiritual master of the entire universe, which is Narada Muni. How can one slip? Right. Now, he continues his bhajan, okay. Not getting too attached to the planet of the Vidyadharas. Because he knows, he has already burnt his fingers with one attachment in his life. He doesn't want to be attached to another, he doesn't want to develop a newer attachment in his life now. Now so seriously he does his bhajan that very soon he attains the darshan of Lord Anantadev or Sesha. And the Lord when he appears in front of him is smiling. When the Lord is smiling we have to understand that he is very pleased with us. Okay, many of. Many of the sadhakas must have realized mm, that we see the reflection of our own sadhana in the deities. mm? Sometimes they don't seem to be very pleased with us. mm? Especially if we have just blasphemed some Vaishnava one hour back to somebody. mm? They are not very pleased with that. But when things are, when we do our sadhana well, then we can see that reciprocation from the deities. mm? Most devotees have gone through that experience. mm? So the Lord is smiling in front of uh, uh, Chitrakketu. And and, and and the Lord's beauty is described in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? What is the attire of the Lord, I think somewhere in verse 30 it is described. Hmm? The Lord is never alone. Hmm? He is surrounded with His devotees. So Chitraketu has Darshan of the Lord along with His intimate devotees, primary amongst those being Sanat Kumar, hmm? He is also standing there. Hmm? And when Chitraketu sees the Lord, He is going through ecstatic emotions. Hmm? which a pure devotee will go through. It's not that, okay, Lord has come. Let me ask, no, it's only the planet of the Vidyadharas. Can I increase my jurisdiction? Can I become the president of another zone? You know, that's not his mood. Okay, so, he's, uh, he, he's, he's having tears in his eyes. This is the mood of a Vaishnava. That day, Anirudh Prabhu was very nicely explaining this mood to all of us. So when, when he's seeing the Lord, then he's spellbound, he doesn't know what to, what to ask, he, his heart is filled with gratitude, hmm? not with expectation of what he can ask, hmm? or what he can beget from the Lord. Hmm? In such a state of mind, then one is able to offer prayers of integrity to the Lord, only in such a state of mind. Hmm? That is why if you see... The, the translation, the, the translation itself is brilliant, this verse. Thereafter, now let's go back. Thereafter by controlling his mind with his intelligence and thus restricting his senses from external engagement. Because if the senses were externally engaged, what will happen? He will ask for a material benediction. So therefore the senses have been withdrawn from external engagements. That is very important here. So, now he starts offering prayers to the Lord. And in the ensuing verses, which obviously the other speakers will speak from tomorrow, we can hear these prayers, beautiful prayers in detail. So this is the verse from where he is starting to offer prayers. Now, offering of prayers to the Lord or the Lord's devotees, that process is called as vandanam. Vandanam, the process of vandanam. Saravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, like that there is Vandhanam. So prayer, offering prayers to the Lord, it is not just the forte of Vaishnavism. Offering prayers to the Lord is a universal principle, right? In most religions, whether it is Islam or Christianity or Sikhism or Buddhism, wherever, prayer as a means of connecting with the... Lord is always there in any religion, it's not just the authority of Vaishnavism. Hmm. Which means that not only devotees pray, but everyone who accepts a higher authority prays. Hmm. It is the atheists who may not pray, it is, will not pray because they don't accept any higher authority, they don't accept the existence of God. The agnostics, they are sitting on the fence deciding whether to pray or not. They'll sit there forever, (laughs) right? But then there is the pious and then there is the spiritual. Hmm? So the pious people also pray because they accept some form of, some authority. Their prayer may not be in the akama mood or selfless mood, in which mood we see most prayers coming in Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? In fact, most people who pray in some higher authority, hmm, who are pious. hmm, Their prayers are driven out of fear hmm, of the Lord. Hmm. Their prayers are um, driven out of fear that if we don't pray, something wrong will happen. Therefore, they pray. Or their prayer is out of expectation of receiving something from the Lord. Hmm. O Father, hallowed be Thy name. Hmm. My O Father who lives in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Please give me my daily bread. So there is an expectation. Please give me my daily bread. Don't forget. Right? At the end of the day it comes to something that I want. Hmm? It's a good prayer. There's no doubt about it. At least they are praying to a higher authority. They are not saying, oh Lord, <laughs> who Lord, nothing exists. My daily bread is a random coincidence of random events in this world. Therefore, you know, what is there to pray for? No. At least they are not doing that. Hmm? So there is piety that is involved. Hmm? There is faith in the Lord that when I pray, The Lord will not fail me, He will give me my daily bread, it is good, it's good, but it is still grade one syllabus of prayer. It's not a PhD level of prayer, right? So people can pray in various moods. Still others pray out of gratitude to the Lord. Not asking the Lord anything, but always praying, thanking the Lord. We have seen, even in Christian faith, we have seen many pray, many people pray. Just thanking the Lord, you know? the family gets together and then say, okay, prayer time, let's all thank the Lord. And it's so beautiful, you know, thanking the Lord, remembering the Lord at the time of the meal, saying that, but for His mercy, all my cryptocurrency or whatever digital money that we have in the bank, will not be able to give us that one cucumber or that apple. <laughs> right? Nothing will come, right? If nature stops producing, we can't eat currency, right? Hmm? At least in the, in the earlier days, we could eat currency. Because it was in the form of notes, nowadays that is also virtual, digitized, in some remote server in the world, right. So therefore, the prayers of these devotees may not be pure or akama, but still there is some merit in these prayers. In fact, scientists have experimented with various control groups of people who are not well and observed who heals faster. And scientists have concluded that people who pray tend to heal faster than people who do not. Okay. Now, of course, we cannot say that science has therefore proved the existence of God. No, we don't want to make that sentimental statement because science, Prabhupada said material science cannot you know, prove or disprove the existence of God anyway. Because the Lord cannot be understood through material science because He is Spirit. <laughs> it needs spiritual science, not material science. Nevertheless, we we talked about the universal nature of prayer now. Everyone prays in different different moods. So, given that the, the very nature of prayer is a universal phenomenon, Srila Prabhupada therefore opens his purport in this way. What does Prabhupada say here? Prabhupada says that one cannot offer prayers with mundane words. Now, why is Prabhupada opening the prayers like that? Uh, so opening the purport like that. Hmm. Because Prabhupada is talking about the highest level of prayer. Hmm. Hmm. Asking the Lord for bread is not the highest prayer. Right? Hmm. It is still mundane because mundane means what? Anything that is on the material platform. Mundane is anything which has got me-centric. What do I want? Hmm. That is called as a mundane prayer. Oh Lord, give me this, give me that. Hmm. That's called mundane. So Prabhupada says one cannot offer prayers mundane words. Hmm. And Prabhupada is talking about the highest level of prayer. And that is called as Vandanam. So, for devotees, why Prabhupada is writing this is because Prabhupada is reminding devotees that the process of Vandanam is a serious process. For devotees, prayer is a serious business. So, because prayer is a way of connecting with Lord Krishna in a very sweet and intimate fashion. That is what is the difference when a devotee prays. Hmm? It's a way of connecting with the Lord. Hmm? Just like many times even in Japa, uh, Gurujan Prabhu in the uh, retreat many times says that don't do anything else when you are chanting because that is the time that you are intimately connecting with the Lord. Hmm? So prayer is also a time, whether it is uh, Kirtanam, Japa or Vandanam, it's the time to intimately connect connect with the Lord. Hmm? Bhakti Rasamrata Sindhu calls Vandanam as one of the 64 Angas of Bhakti and Vandanam is also one of the Navavidha Bhakti process. So there is a whole mood and science around this process of Vandanam, which we need to know. So it is imperative as practicing devotees that we cultivate this knowledge about the process. Of vandanam by hearing from realized souls who have perfected vandanam, and when we do so, we develop our own enthusiasm and conviction in the process of vandanam or praying. Now, throughout the Srimad Bhagavatam, we see repeatedly devotees praying in different different moods. There is a lot of diversity even within the prayers that you see in Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm. We see both developing devotees praying and we see developed devotees also praying in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm. For example, when we say prayers immediately the children will say, whose prayers? Gajendra. Right? Immediately that comes to mind. Gajendra's prayers, yes. Right? So, now if you see Gajendra's prayers, Gajendra is in a calamity. Hmm? He is praying to the Lord. To protect him from the jaws of the crocodile, which has which had a firm grip on his feet, right, or his foot, if you like. So, Gajendras is praying to the Lord for protection from that calamity, or at the time of calamity, calamity. Okay, and his mood is one of reverence to the Lord because Narayan is coming in Garuda at that time on the viman, and then. Gajendra is praying and of course spontaneously picks up a lotus and offers it, a flower and offers it to the Lord. But his mood of one of reverence and his prayer is, the, the, the impetus for that prayer is that calamity. So he offers one kind of prayer to the Lord. Okay. Kunti Maharani on the other hand, she is praying for more calamities to come. <laughs> That's her mood, Right. Because what is her mood, her mood is, let those calamities come again and again because when these calamities are there, you are with me my dear Lord. So for me calamity is immaterial, your association is what I want, not relief from distress. So her prayer is different. And her prayer is driven not out of dasya, her prayer is out of affection. In one sense Kunti has got some kind of a vatsalya because she is the aunt. So there is a vatsalya affection towards the Lord. So that is a different mood. Hmm? Again, come back and contrast, Dhruva Maharaj's prayers to Prishnigarbha, he wanted a kingdom which is bigger than his father, He is praying and the Lord has come in the four-armed form and then when, and Dhruva Maharaj hmm, is praying, what is the intent of his prayer originally before the Lord gives darshan, that I want something material. Hmm? And then of course when he sees the Lord then he says that, okay I was asking for broken pieces of glass, but his, but his basic prayer was from a material intention. And therefore the Lord ensured that He gave Him a, something material. In one sense not material, because Pole Star or Dhruva Loka is a spiritual, a planet in the material realm. But still the Lord gave Him something in return. Now you contrast that with Prahalad Maharaj's prayers, okay. Prahalad Maharaj, when Lord Narsingadev appeared and said, my, my dear boy I'm very happy with you, what do you want? What did he say? He said, I don't want anything except causeless devotional service. But Vaishnavas are para-dukha-dukhi, he could not see the distress of his father. So what he said, can you please pardon my father for whatever he did. So his mode of prayer is compassion for fallen souls. So we see different, different devotees have Different, different mood. And then he says, But for myself, if you have to give me something, please give me continued devotional service. So, what is the point here? The point is, our quality of our prayer, what we pray, is a direct function of our own self realization. In fact, I'll quote something from Jiva Goswami. Jiva Goswami has mentioned something in the, in the Sandarbhas. Jiva Goswami is given a nice classification of prayers. Hmm? Jiva Goswami says, prayers that have the purpose, prayers that have the purpose of firming, prayers that have the purpose of firming the mind and senses in devotional service, such prayers are known as samprarthana. Hmm? Jiva Goswami says that such prayers are characteristic of those who have not attained bhav, who have not attained bhav, because you are still controlling your senses, right? Mm, and forming the mind. Mm. On the other hand, Srila Jiva Goswami says, on the other hand, expressions of a desire for one's specific service, mm, or personal service, are known as lalasa prayers. Mm. And Jiva Goswami says that this is characteristic of those who have attained bhava bhakti. Who was not on the realm of sadhana bhakti? So, samprarthana and um, uh, samprarthana for vaidhi bhakti, and then there is bhava bhakti. Hmm. So, we will talk about first the samprarthanatmika prayers. Hmm. Prayers, samprarthanatmika prayers are prayers that are characterized in glorifying the Lord. Hmm. So, one of the Samparathatmika prayers is Arjun. Arjun in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 10, text 12 and 13. Arjuna prays, Param Brahma Param Dhamma. All of us know that verse, right? So when he prays in that mood to the Lord, he's seeing the Lord, he's seeing the divinity of the Lord. So he's actually glorifying the divinity and the supremacy of the Lord in those prayers. So his prayers beautifully encapsulate the aspect of divinity of the Lord. Or in the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam when we go, Akrura is also praying to the Lord. He is also doing Vandanam. In fact, Akrura is considered as the epitome of Vandanam process. So Akrura is also offering samprarthanatmika prayers, glorifying, extolling the glories of the Lord, extolling the potency of the Lord. When he is seeing the four-armed form of Lord Vasudev, sitting on Anantashesh, hmm. So he is glorifying. So, Akrura actually is a Vraja Mandal devotee. But his mood is predominantly Dasya, towards Vasudeva form of the Lord. Hmm. So, in, in, his, in that sense, Akrura's prayers are his outpourings of love for Lord Krishna, but in the Dasya mood. Hmm. Now, these samprarthanatmika prayers, which are characterized by glorification of the Lord, can either be done only for the purpose of glorification of the Lord or, okay, glorifying His potency or in the mood of awe and reverence, or Samparathnathmika prayers can also be an expression of gratitude to the Lord. Glorifying the Lord with a view to saying thank you to the Lord. That is also an aspect of Samparathnathmika prayers. So that is one first prayer type. The second prayer type where... One, a devotee requests the Lord for spiritual perfection, Hmm? requesting the Lord for spiritual perfection or empowerment or protection while performing our daily services. Hmm? Lord, please protect me so that I don't fall away from my daily services. Such prayers hmm, usually focus around fulfillment of the devotee's internal spiritual desire to serve in a particular way. Hmm? Such prayers, therefore, are called as Lalasamai prayers. So there is Samparantanatmika prayers and there is Lalasamai prayers. And we see quite a bit of these prayers also in Srimad Bhagavatam. Most vivid one at the very outside in Srimad Bhagavatam. In Canto 2, we see full of such prayers by Lord Brahmaji. Because Lord Brahmaji has been given this very thankless job of creating the, uh, making the secondary creation possible. Visarga. So he's praying. Now, Lord Brahmaji had to deal with severe issues, severe problems when he started creating this world. First of all, he, was lo- he, he, he didn't know what to do, he was sitting on the lotus floor not knowing whether to look left or whether to look right. So there was bewilderment initially. After that there were instructions, there was darshan and there were instructions. But when he started creating the material world, it's like you're working in an asbestos factory. <laughs> right? You're dealing with something which, is, which has got the potency to give cancer. Right, so we are you know when you when you work with such hazardous elements, right? Hmm? Or you work in a chemical factory where you are dealing with very dangerous chemicals. So um, Lord Brahmaji is dealing with all those things because all kinds of matter he is dealing with, right? So we see two types of issues that Brahmaji faces when dealing. One, he gets attracted his to his own creation. For example, we see that he got you know he got a momentary attraction to his own daughter and started chasing her, right? So either he himself, is, his vulnerability to lust is shown. On the other hand, demons who are creating are lustily chasing after Brahmaji himself. <laughs> so we see, you know, lust manifesting in his creation and lust manifesting in himself when he is creating. This is the risk when one dabbles with the exterior, external energy of the Lord. So we see that Brahmaji is also offering intense prayers to the Lord. Lord, I am dealing with dangerous external energy of yours. Please let me not fall down. Hmm? Please don't let me fail and succumb to your external energy. And more importantly, even if I don't succumb to the external energy, let me not become proud that I have not succumbed to the external energy. So please keep me humble in any situation. Hmm? So So and please preserve my service unto you. So, this is an example of Lalasa Mahi prayer. Six years prior to Srila Prabhupada's journey, and we just had that anniversary of Prabhupada going to the United States, six months prior to that, Prabhupada was already praying in the Samadhi Mandir of Rupa Goswami, for what? For empowerment, to go ahead and give Krishna Consciousness in the West. Prabhupada started six months, very intense prayers Prabhupada made. Not only that, prior, even prior to the departure, before he boarded the Jaladutha ship, Prabhupada made intense prayer to his spiritual master. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Mahasaya, Ki Why? Prabhupada sought blessings and Prabhupada sought empowerment. Again, on citing the actual, after sitting in the Jaladutta, suffering those heart attacks, when he saw Boston Harbor in the horizon, Prabhupada again wrote prayers, which is called as Markine Dharma. So Prabhupada wrote prayers at that time. Very spontaneously those prayers came from Srila Prabhupada's heart. So, these lalasamai prayers usually stem from a devotee's humility. From the humble mood, wherein one, though very advanced, internally feels very unqualified to perform a service. So lalasamai prayers are very beautiful. Then we have the third type of prayer, where a devotee feels very fallen and begs forgiveness from the Lord for wasting this material life. <laughs> Those are called as Dainya Bodhika prayers. So there is Samparathanatmika prayers, there is lalasa mai prayers and Dainya Bodhika prayers. Dainya Bodhika prayers are characterized by the humility of a devotee, despite being advanced the devotee still is very humble and feels very unqualified. And there is a whole album of such prayers written by who? Of all these prayers in fact. Essentially Lala mai and the, the um, uh, Dainya Bodhika prayers by Chila Narottam Das Thakur. Hmm? The whole album is called as Prarthana or prayer again. That's why it's called as Prarthana. Hmm? So Narottam Das Thakur gave us this. We also see Bhakti Veno Thakur also writing such kind of prayers, spontaneous prayers. Hmm? Hari Hari Vipale, he says, uh, Janma Goinu, Radha Krishna Nabhajiya, Janiya Suniya He says, I have wasted my whole life drinking the poison of, hmm, of dabbling with material energy. I have not had any time to pray to you. And who is writing this? Bhakti Veno Thakur. <laughs> so obviously we have to understand that these prayers are written in their mood of humility but very relevant for us. Hmm. So. While we have to understand that these devotees in their humility are praying like that, as practicing devotees, we have been encouraged to recite these prayers, hmm? seeking pardon from the Lord hmm? for all the sadhana and seva aparadas, which we are very vulnerable to doing, day in and day out. Hmm? Now, Prabhupada has given a general instruction about prayers. Hmm? If we study, Prabhupada's different, different, um, uh, what Prabhupada has spoken on the aspect of prayers, Prabhupada said, That yes, we have discussed so many devotees now praying in different, different moods, right? In the first first part of the session. Now, Prabhupada says regardless of what one may be seeking when one is praying, throughout his books, his morning walks, his lectures, Prabhupada has reiterated that the most essential component of a prayer is what? Devotion. Your motive may be anything, but your essential component of prayer is devotion. So even if you want something material, approach the Lord with devotion. Devotion means faith. Approach the Lord with faith. (laughs) All other aspects, such as grammar, pronunciation, mudras, paraphernalia, those things, and, and, and the philosophical truths also. Erudition, those are less important in a prayer than the mode of devotion. Many times we see Especially we see in the Indian community that at least I have seen, because I deal with a lot of students, I've seen there are many parents who, they, we try to talk to them about Krishna consciousness, they are not interested, right? Yeah, 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 we also do all these things. Oh, so what do you do? Yeah, we have bought property in Glen Waverly um, in the secondary school zone um uh, very nice about very nice people spiritual you know we are teaching classical dance bharatnatyam kathak uh, you know uh, singing my daughter is learning carnatic music you know bhaja govindan. no very beautifully daughter is singing but no no attachment to krishna everything is about how my my daughter actually won award you know um her teacher you know we she did a concert there she won a lot of awards she has won <laughs> that's why the parents will talk right but it doesn't lead you to krishna so what is that verse called dharmaswa anishtita puṁsaha vishwak sena kathasu na utpadaye yadi ratim Sharama evahi kevalam useless waste of time okay yes definitely it is better than playing what is that that tishum tishum game on the computer correct okay <laughs> Killing the police, <laughs> most of the time people are killing the cops there, right, in those games, not even the robbers, right. So it's better than doing that, it's good engagement, at least it is cultural, hmm? rather than wasting time in video games is doing something cultural, but even cultural aspects are not going to save you from, save us at the time of birth or at the time of death. At the time of death it's only the mood of devotion that will save us, right. So simply developing cultural excellence is not the goal. So, Prabhupada said, therefore, that every every prayer must be based on heartfelt emotions of love and surrender. And therefore, Prabhupada encouraged all of us to understand the spirit and the mood of prayer and know the essential component is devotion behind the prayers. And therefore, Prabhupada encouraged all of us to study these prayers which have been offered throughout the 12 cantos of Srimad Bhagavatam, there are prayers that are there, right? Not to even speak of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Study these prayers, memorize these prayers. I remember once uh, uh, His Grace Amarendra Prabhu was here. He also said that we can pick up prayers from this and memorize and recite it daily. Hmm? That is a component of Raga Anuga Bhakti. Raga Anuga means what? Raga Anuga means choosing a devotee who we like. And adopting the mood of the devotee. Adopting the mood of the devotee by understanding in what, what prayers this devotee has done and in what mood the devotee has done that prayer. Under what circumstances did the devotee do that prayer and then we following that. That is when we transcend from Vaidhi to Raganuga. Sadhana. So there are three salient features of Vandanam, Three salient features of the process of praying. Very briefly. Which differentiates vandanam from other aspects of navaveda bhakti first is prayer the as- vandanam brings devotees into the direct presence of the lord of lord krishna and offers a chance to the devotee to communicate or converse with the lord in an intimate manner so devotees can open up open out their hearts at the time of prayer even at the time of japa if our eyes are closing <laughs> and we are doing dive bomb Japa, right? <laughs> so even at the time of Japa, at the time of Vandanam, our eyes will close, but not out of no. Rarely anyone will. If if we have a real calamity and if you really want to pray to the Lord, nobody you will see falling asleep to the Lord, standing up like this. Nobody will fall like. Only when sitting down in Japa we will see this phenomenon happening, right? So Vandanam is provides us one more opportunity. If in Japa we have not concentrated, in Vandanam we can concentrate, right? so it gives us it's, it's we are in the direct presence of the lord and we can communicate with the lord second is vandanam is like a horizontal if all the other aspects of vandanam are verticals vandanam is something which permeates across everything because vandanam makes all other activities it brings the devotional mood in all other activities because in the in the absence of a prayerful mood whatever we do even if we are doing aarti inside the altar Okay, we are only concentrating on, you know, how, what is that four, five, whatever principles, you know, this many times, that, time, that many times, that many times. Or we are following the other Radhavalla pujari and thinking, okay, let me now stop, let me go out now. So most of the time goes, in the initial days goes in that. And when, when, when we get used to doing something, when we have already learned the process, then what happens? Then even that concentration is not there. We are doing aarti, but our mind is somewhere else. And we have finished aarti, we have come out, given aarti to everyone. We have finished all the services, and then we have not seen Radha Vallabha. (laughs) (laughs) That is also possible, (laughs) right? So therefore, prayer aspect, okay, in the absence of this mood of vandanam everything else that we do can become very mechanical in Bhakti. Hmm? So it is very common hmm, for devotees to be advised by their spiritual masters to perform Japa, Kirtanam, Pada, Sevanam, or even Parikrama in a very prayerful mood. Hmm? So, that is the second aspect of Vandanam, all pervading. The third and last aspect is Vandanam helps us to transcend time and space. Hmm? For Archanam, we need a vigraha, right? We need at least a photograph, okay? Hmm? Or a deity or a shaligram. That is required for Archanam. Sharavanam requires a speaker, right? pada sevanam relies on physical well being of someone hmm. if our hands and legs don't cooperate we cannot do pada sevanam right to the lord right hmm. to do pada sevanam we have to bend if we have no what is that spondylitis then what to do back pain hmm. right hmm. few years back i had to really stop deity worship because i couldn't do this i just can't do this okay it was shooting pain through here right i just couldn't do it hmm. so unless we are keeping our self fit it's very difficult to continue physical services hmm or sitting and doing some service for a long period of time. If you have, what is that, gutneka darth, what is that? Huh? What is that called as here? Uh, arthritis or whatever, then, then difficult, right? So, now, so, but, but vandanam or prayer can be done in any situation. It doesn't require, it is not having any, even Japa. Japa, sometimes devotees tell me, Prabhu, I can't chant with right hand anymore, so I am chanting with left hand. What is that called as? Carpal tunnel syndrome. <laughs> so sometimes even Japa will fail us. Right? But prayer, you can lie on the deathbed and still pray, (laughs) nothing stops. So in that sense, Vandanam helps transcend time and space. Hmm? It allows the inner mood of devotion to develop even one is externally incapacitated for performing services. Hmm? So that is why Maharaj Kulashekar's prayers, hmm? that's a beautiful aspect, it brings out the glories of Vandanam, Saying that, Kafa Vata Pitta, when I I can't then it's only my prayer, right now I only, that too he's saying, right now only I'm praying. At that time, maybe I'm not even able to think of you, right? Smarana may not be there, but prayer, you remember this prayer. Hmm? So that is the aspect of Vandanam. So we'll end now with concluding how we as devotees can help prayerful mood. I'm not qualified to speak on that. Basically I'm speaking for myself, but what I've heard from Acharyas, I'll just, I'm just communicating. Hmm? First and foremost, there are four aspects hmm, which are given. First is develop, developing gravity, hmm? gambhirta gravity. Hmm? Srila Prabhupada says that too much frivolous dealings or casual dealings or casual conversations hmm, with other devotees can destroy prayerful mood. So Gambhirtha, it is one of the 26 qualities of a Vaishnava anyway which has to be cultivated. hmm? So that's one. Second is constant hearing on the topic of praying. Shravanam about Vandanam. right? Hear constantly. and develop the right mood of praying. That is second. Third, this is something which I which I constantly hear from His Holiness Bhakti rasamrit Swami whenever he hears his lectures or His Grace Bhurijan Prabhu's lectures. Constantly this aspect comes to practice silence or moan. I remember in Japa retreats, Bhurijan Prabhu said, for some time we have to stop cow-cowing. <laughs> the crow will keep on wanting to speak, 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 speak. So, Take it easy. <laughs> Muryan Prabhu in his various, in a usual affectionate way, says, it. okay, tell the mind, okay, I will not speak for some time. Okay, actually he made us practice Maun in one of the retreats, I remember still. Okay, so this is practicing Maun. Prabhupada also said, practice this Maun, hmm, which implies talking only Krishna Katha and avoiding mundane gossip. Hmm. Now, when we go for a retreat or when we go for a pilgrimage or a Yatra, hmm, many times, you know, we develop this mood for some time. But soon after the yatra, it is lost. Therefore, once I remember His Holiness Radhanath Swami quoting that, if this is your problem, then make every moment of your life a holy pilgrimage or yatra. Because we are in a pilgrimage, we are on a yatra. We are on a journey. Every day is a journey in our life. So if we make every moment like that, then we are constantly reminded. What is the mood of prayer? Finally, the fourth aspect is, to simply follow Srila Prabhupada's regimen of prayer. Prabhupada has given us a daily diet, khurak, if you like, of prayer. Hmm? Prabhupada has established a program, morning program, which is replete with prayers. Right? We start with Guru Ashtakam, Guru Vandana, they are all prayers. Right? Prayers to the Guru. Then it is followed by Tulsi, uh, Narsimha, prayer. Right? Then it is followed by Tulsi, prayer. Right? Then after that it is followed by recital of Sikshashtakam, Prayers, right? Then Srimad Bhagavatam, Vandeham Sri Uta Invocation, Prayers, right? So throughout there are Prayers. Hmm? And then after that now we are eagerly waiting for Prashadam, Prayers. <laughs> <laughs> of course we are waiting for Prashadam, right? So there is full Prayers, right? Everywhere. Hmm? And then even outside we have Vyasa Puja. Whether it is the Appearance Day, then Vasa Puja we have prayers, or it's a tirobhav Mahotsav, Disappearance, then there are prayers, right? So, there is, the prayer is a constant theme in Prabhupada's program for all of us. And a common theme of this prayer is what? Either we are praying to the Lord, or we are praying to the devotee, or we are praying to Spiritual Master. These are the three people who we render prayers to, right? So the common theme is, O Lord, O devotee, O Gurudev please give me the enthusiasm and strength to serve you eternally so what is the advice in prayer what is the mood what could be one of the what is the constant feature of every prayer that we do whatever we may ask we should ask this what is that we should ask please give me the enthusiasm and strength to serve you eternally who is that you it could be lord it could be a very advanced devotee or it could be the spiritual master so in conclusion Vandanam permeates every aspect of Krishna Consciousness, we saw. Today, what did we see from the start? We, we talked about you know, uh, how Vandana, how prayer is a universal principle. Then we talked about you know, prayer is not something that only devotees do. We then talked about how people who are pious, who, are, who don't know the science of self-relation, how they pray. Then we also saw, amongst the devotee community, Sakama prayers are still there, even in devotional community. And Akama prayers are also there in devotional community. We saw that. Then we saw the different types of prayers. Hmm? What are the three types of prayers that we saw? Sampranartha prayers, then Lala Samai prayers, and Hmm? Dainabhadika prayers, right? We saw these three types of prayers. Then we saw the general aspect or the general mood of prayers which Prabhupada gave. Then we saw the salient features of Vandanam, how Vandanam is different from other aspects. We saw that. And finally, we concluded by talk, discussing how, as devotees, we have been advised by the Acharyas how we should cultivate the mood of prayers. So, prayers is not simply um, 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 compliance with vows, the essential ingredient of prayer is emotional connect with the Lord. Hmm? And why we need emotional connect with the Lord, because then that is where we can we can actually get the Lord to actually hear our prayers such that He is also satisfied with our prayers. Lord will always hear our prayers. But prayers which are satisfying to the Lord's heart, hmm? those are the prayers of the topmost quality and that's when the Lord becomes pleased and in that pleasure the Lord is smiling in front of Chitra Ketu. Hmm? Because the Lord at the end of the day is Akila Rasamrita Murthy. Hmm? He exists to relish the love of his devotees. So in our prayers, if we can show our love for the Lord, then that is the success of our prayer. Because when he receives that love, then he feels also pleased. Because the Lord is also sentient, then he smiles, saying that I'm very happy with your prayers. So this is the mood of pandanam. So we'll stop here. I'll ask any questions or corrections or comments. Ganatra Srimad Bhagavatam ki jaye, Prabhupada ki Jai. Thank you, Bukharsu Prabhu. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Why do I have this bow It's so beautiful.